You're listening to episode three of the Lean Smarts podcast. And today we're going to talk about something that might inspire some debate. We're going to talk about how to make sense of 5S versus 3S versus 6S and even how two-second lean is involved, particularly with the 3S. Now, this is a subject of discussion that reminds me of some of the debates that I had with my older brother growing up, or rather he had with others, about Mac versus PC, because it feels kind of similar. People can get pretty heated about which S program is better or more right or more authentic than another S program. So we're going to talk about three of them, 5S, 3S, and 6S methodology today, and explain what they are, some of their distinctives, how they're different, um, and what they share in common. So it'll be an interesting episode, especially because there's confusion. People get confused about these, and I was confused, actually, for quite some time when I first got started between the the differences of 5S and 3S in particular. Now, just to remind you, there's a bunch of great resources at LeanSmarts.com. There's a terrific uh, Lean 101 page about 5S that has a ton of explanation, a ton of resources. Um, I should mention a free 5S productivity course, a home edition that's uh, fun and comical. Some downloads, some guides and uh, template you know, documents. And of course, there is a premium course inside the Lean Smarts Academy as well with a whole lot more inside. So check out Lean Smarts. There's a lot of supporting material when it comes to the topic of 5S and its many derivatives. So as we get started, what is 5S? Let's quickly overview it. Well, 5S is a methodology designed to promote efficiency and abnormality detection. The ability to distinguish when something is different than standard and visually at a glance. Another lean phrase that is often um, talked about or mentioned that is really in the same category as 5S in a lot of ways is visual workplace or even visual management. The concept of being able to look out in a work environment and know at a glance the status of what's going on and what's correct, what's out of place, what's uh, efficient on time or not on time. 5S has something to do with the ability to visually manage a workplace in the Gemba, and that's important. Now, there's five practices, and they come from Japanese words, and that's why they're S programs. The first one is SETI, and I'm not a native Japanese speaker, so I'm going to do my best. I've heard some variations on them too, but SERI, which is to sort in English, to get out all the stuff you don't need. Next is seiton, which means to set in order or to straighten, to organize and arrange things so it's efficient and there's home locations and you can detect when something's missing. Next is seiso, which is to shine or some people say sweep. That's to clean and also to inspect and to find problems as you clean. Next is seiketsu, which means sanitize, but is most often translated as standardize in English. And then lastly, there's shitsuke, which means to sustain. Uh, So those are the five S programs. 
But some people do believe that actually the earlier origin of 5S is not actually Japanese. It's Henry Ford. Henry Ford had a can-do program in which there's five practices. The first is cleaning up, then arranging, and then neatness, then discipline, and lastly, ongoing improvement. So there, you can see some commonality between Henry Ford's can-do program and then the now classic 5S methodology. So there, there could be some connection there of what Toyota learned from Henry Ford, but then uh, reapplied and interpreted in their own way in Japan. Now, I'm also going to share another way of naming the five practices because I've noticed that sometimes forcing all of these ideas to start with words that begin with S can be a little bit cumbersome. So these five titles might be more helpful to kind of understand what they are. So the first one, just keeping it as sort to get rid of all the things you don't need. Next, instead of set in order, you might more appropriately call it organize. That is kind of what you're doing. You're organizing things and arranging things how they should be. Next, instead of shine, you could say clean. Now I know that there's more to it than just cleaning, but it is primarily the, the beginning point is to clean and you look for problems as you go. Next, instead of standardize, which is problematic in some ways, and we'll look at that today, you might say routines. They're first and foremost cleaning routines or shining routines, but also other routines perhaps of how you uh, support sorting and set in order. And then lastly, discipline instead of sustain, because you do have to have long-term discipline to be successful with 5S. So those renamed titles might be useful to you. And I do like to say that the function always matters more than what you call it. Who cares what, what the name is if you're missing the function? These words might get closer to the, the function and intent of what the words represent. So that's a quick overview of 5S methodology. What then is 3S? What is 3S methodology? Well, 3S is a simplified version that, from what my experience is that it's been popularized very much by Paul Akers and the Two Second Lean Movement, not because Paul invented it. In fact, he would say that he discovered it from another uh, different Japanese company um, and grabbed that because he loves the simplicity of it and has ran with it really well and really far. And there's a bunch of other organizations now that will say that we do 3S here. We don't do 5S, we do 3S, which sometimes creates debate and then sometimes creates confusion too. So that's why we're talking about this. What is 3S methodology? Well, it contains three words, three practices, and they are to sort, to shine or sweep, and then to standardize. So it skips over the second S of set in order, and it does not include the fifth S of sustain. It does the first, the third, and the fourth. So then what does that mean? Or, or even what does that say about FastCap, uh, Paul Aker's company? 
and other companies that are doing 3S. Does that mean that FastCap is not setting in order their tools and equipment? That they would say that organization is unimportant, it has no role or purpose in our organization? Absolutely not. I mean, of course, they're still organizing and setting in order stuff, and you see that. Just watch any YouTube video of FastCap, and it is pretty obvious that they are absolutely setting in order. Uh, also, are they sustaining? Do they have ongoing discipline and follow-up on what they're doing in the organization in terms of 3S or 5S? Yeah, you better believe it. They do have sustainment of their practices and long-term discipline. So it's an interesting observation just to see that although FastCap and Two Second Lean adopting organizations might say that we do 3S, they're still doing 5S. The, the set in order is still happening and the sustainment is still happening. But internally, the language of the organization is 3S. And there might be some pros and cons to that, but it's working well for quite a few of these organizations. So what are some of the differences then between 3S and 5S? Is it simply that they don't include uh, two of the other words or are there more differences? Well, I can see that there are primarily two. Um, one is that 3S is commonly performed as a uh, more unique daily routine in which uh, employees come to work in the morning and they'll spend 20 minutes, 30 minutes, maybe an hour, and they begin with just 3S. They sort, get rid of stuff they don't need, they shine and clean up anything that needs you know, to be cleaned up, looking for problems as they go, and they develop standards in uh, their workplace and environment. Now, that doesn't take 60 minutes, typically, but the rest of their time, they'll move into a time of continuous improvement of, might call it two-second lean activities or Kaizen, and it starts though with just those three practices. So the mindset is not to wake up, go to work and set things in order necessarily or sustainment activities. Although you might argue that uh, scheduling this daily routine is a way of sustainment, but the training of people is to sort and shine and standardize and then move into any other continuous improvement ideas and activities. So that's one thing that might be a little bit more different and unique about uh, organizations making use of 3S. But then the more significant difference that confused me for a long time, a number of years ago, was the difference with standardize. It took me a while to realize that when Paul Akers is talking about standardize, he's not limiting the idea of 3S standardized to just shining, to just cleaning um, you know, standards and routines. But actually, he's talking about standardization as a whole, the entire concept of standardized processes. So when employees are practicing 3S in the morning, they're not just following cleaning standards and cleaning, you know, cleaning up the bathroom and other areas of the company, but rather they could be printing or creating new labels 
or writing a eight-step simple process to train on a process or to you know update something so that it matches some other physical or information standard in the organization they're just they're practicing standardization in general at large so it's it's not a subset 5s standardizes in a way a sub subcategory under the larger umbrella of the idea of standardization which is super foundational and important for any company that's going to succeed long-term with Kaizen and continuous improvement. So whereas a 5S company, when they talk about standardize, it's primarily about the routines to clean and shine and inspect. Uh, 3S, when it talks about standardize, from my observation, is more about standardization at large which is actually extremely valuable. I actually think that because there's quite a few smaller organizations that are running with the Two Second Lean 3S idea, that they probably benefit immensely from training and teaching on standardization because a lot of small organizations have a gap there and could benefit immensely from the development of internal standards, of all of their processes, of layouts, of color coding, of identification, of methods, what steps, what sequence, um, what ways do you get the work done. All of those standards are, uh, in a lot of smaller organizations and some bigger ones, they're underdeveloped, and there are problems and challenges that are experienced because of the lack of standardization. But by building it into the 3S model, I think these companies benefit a ton because it's not limited to just cleaning. It's actually applied to all these other areas that are of big necessity. So hopefully this helps to clarify the difference between 5S and 3S if you've had any confusion and question about it. That standardized thing did trip me up for a long time until I realized that 3S, and the majority of times I hear it talked about, is really talking about the bigger um, idea of standardization in general. That's a primary difference. And you know, I do think that there is some merit to something I've heard Paul Aker say before, or even Greg Lieb at Xylem Design, that if the only thing you did as a company was to 3S, to sort and get rid of junk and clutter so you're not tripping, to shine and keep the place just immaculate and clean, and then to develop standards uh, on a continuous basis in your company, you would be so far ahead of a vast number of other organizations because these things are just not done, not done uh, enough or well enough. And I think that's true in a lot of ways. So 3S can be very powerful and transformative. Um, and also let's remind ourselves that the companies that are known for doing it, they're still organizing. They just officially are packaging these practices in a different configuration. And perhaps that's okay. As long as they're gaining the benefit and performing well, then what's to argue with it? Or at least that's kind of my take on it. So now we've talked about 5S methodology, we've talked about 3S and how it's different. Let's also talk about 6S. What is this thing, this 6S? What is the sixth one? Well, the most common one to add as a sixth um, program or, or rather practice is safety. 
And there is some popularity to this and some debate about it. And the, the debate is about, you know, why should we add safety as a separate added concept to 5S methodology when safety is already one being practiced and two assumed in the previous five um, practices of 5S methodology. So that's kind of the arguments there. Um, and for some people, it matters a big deal. It's like, no, like safety is so important. It comes first. And so therefore it, it needs to be represented in our 5S program in the company. It's like, okay, that's, that's great. Um, at the same time, anyone who's doing 5S should really be thinking about safety as well along the way. And anyone who's doing 5S well is being safe as they go. So I think that this comes down to really vocabulary and language. Every company has its own language, and that's kind of part of the fabric of your company culture, right? Culture includes language and how you talk. I grew up in Southern California, and I talk funny sometimes when I'm around people where I live now in Tennessee, in the South, the other South, the, the first South, perhaps. Um, I sound funny because culturally, I grew up with a certain language and lingo to say what's up and other surfer terms. So language is part of your organization and your culture. You need to be able to understand each other. If 6S works for you and it is boosting and helping your safety mindset as a company, then great. If you're using 5S and you can still uh, accomplish safety goals and be work safe at work, then great. I think it's really up to you what you choose. So philosophically, if you want safety added, then go with 6S. Or philosophically, if you think that safety is always a priority and it should just be assumed by, by everyone that it's always number one, then maybe you run with 5S. I will say that as a leader and someone who values your lean education, otherwise, why would you be listening to this podcast in the first place? You should know what 5S methodology is because it's historical. It has been around a very long time. It's very dominant. And it does capture all of the concepts of the other two versions if you accept that safety is built into 5S. Um, so you should have a working understanding of 5S, whether or not you're doing 3S or 6S instead. And also because, uh, especially for those companies doing 3S, you've got to organize at some point if you're going to be efficient and detect abnormalities. So you will be setting an order. You may not talk about it like that when you talk about 3S, but your working understanding of the necessity to organize should be there and somehow it needs to come through the practices and behaviors of your organization, even if you're doing 3S instead. So please know 5S methodology. That's my whole point here. To wrap this up again, there's some great resources at leansmarts.com. If you visit the show notes for any of these episodes, I'm going to include references to these resources and uh, additional links. So check it out at leansmarts.com. Um, again, there's a free course, a 5S productivity home edition course with some comedy included that is well loved by uh, many on YouTube at least. 
And there's also a free preview of the 5S productivity course inside the academy that does go deeper than the home edition version. You can find that at leansmarts.com. Uh, don't forget too that the Lean Smarts community, which is totally free, it includes the best of the best, in my opinion, YouTube videos. There's an entire YouTube listing of videos and you can search by terms, uh, lean terms, meaning you can look up all the videos that are relevant to 5S or even specific practices of sorting or setting an order or shining and locate those rather than sifting through YouTube at large and and weeding through politics and Star Wars and your toddler's favorite shows, right? You can find just the lean stuff if you go to the Lean Smarts um, community. I also do recommend the book Succeeding with 5S. It's pretty short. It's very descriptive and helpful. So it's a good read if you're a book reader and want to learn that way. And if you need some help, then just contact me and I'm happy to help email, phone call, you name it. So um, that concludes this episode on the differences between 5S and 3S and 6S. I hope it's been helpful to you and we'll talk again soon.